The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's do this thing! Welcome to the revolution. We're back! Oh! (laughs) Like, who are you talking to, I guess? A show about nothing and everything. Well, that's all there is to it. It's a riddle wrapped in a mystery. Something, something or other. Inside an enigma. You're underselling it, which means it's awesome and I want it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Today on Gone with the Whitetails, Mrs. Bunny makes the startling realization that her venison has run out. Trav, what are we going to do? Our freezer is completely out of venison, and baby Jimbo needs to eat. Yeah, my belly's hungry, Trav. Hold your tongue, woman and large boy with a gray mustache, because daddy has a 30 on 6 and he's bringing home the venison. You hear me? I'm going to make it right. Sure to tune in next week to Gone with the Whitetails when Joe Montaigne relives the story of when Trav taught him to shoot. I also taught Joe Montana how to throw a football. (laughs) 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 You didn't know that? I didn't know that. And who'd you teach how to eat pizza? Ah, you. Ah, You're very good at it. You're prolific at eating pizza, Jimbo. All right, so we are talking Great Escapes on today's show. Yes, we are. And I got to tell you, The Great Escape with Steve McQueen was a great movie. Never saw it. That's how good it was. (laughs) All right, so here in just a second, we're going to be joined by Cheyenne Ruther. Uh, She is the co-host of Backyard Ballistics alongside Jorg Sprave on Outdoor Channel. It's actually uh, debuting or premiering September 22nd, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We're also going to be joined by uh, Nick Hoffman. Yeah, Nick's Wild Ride. It's on Outdoor Channel's, uh, what, 8.30 on uh, Monday nights? Yeah, season six will premiere September 20th as well. Then we'll wrap things up with Tom McMillan. Tom McMillan, yeah, he has a program. Get this. McMillan. McMillan! Yeah. Love that guy. He's a cowboy. Didn't spend a lot of money on the name. All right, so let's get to... Hey, uh, Cheyenne Ruther. Great escapes are on the revolution with Jim and Trav. Let's get started, huh? Now, here's Cheyenne Ruther, co-host of Backyard Ballistics, a new series debuting on Outdoor Channel, Wednesday, September 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Jim Cheyenne can weld better than you. She, she can she certainly did. paint better than you. <laughs> Pretty much anything she does is better than you. She's a girl. Girl can do stuff like that. All right, Miss Cheyenne, welcome to the show. How's it going today? Hi, guys. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm here in sunny Las Vegas, just fucking around, getting things done, work, work, work. You know, it never stops. Yeah, well, you know, it seems like you're you're quite the handy person with a welder and a grinder and whatever. I mean, it's like Monster Grudge on steroids. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just grew up with a knack for loving tools and wrenching on cars. Been around cars my whole life. Um, it's just natural. It fell into me. Grew up in a, a very trades-related, blue-collar kind of community. So it just it naturally was an interest of mine, and I just never stopped once I started. <laughs> yeah, now, a lot of people know you from your uh, Discovery Channel series, uh, Vegas Rat Rod. Such cool things that you guys did there. You're a journeyman by trade. This is what you do. 
How is that, though, applying it to weaponry? And, and you know, it's, I mean, completely different from restoring these awesome cars to now you're actually building firearms and stuff or slingshots, or cannon slingshots. Well, How was that? On steroids. Honestly, that was like the most awesome part about it because just like a desire for carnage is in my blood. <laughs> like I used to do demolition derbies for fun when I started working in the trades as an auto body restorer. You know, I've always loved fixing auto and restoring things, but destroying things is equally as satisfying <laughs> for me. <laughs> we I mean, I enjoyed target shooting growing up, hunting, love trying new things, so naturally this was like a perfect fit for me. Weaponry is just uh, another kind of niche hobby thing that I've been getting into, but this was a series that was really sparked my interest, and I could not say no to it. Well, it looks as though you've got good chemistry between uh, you and Jörg Spave. Yeah, well, we're show. both, like, you know, German. I got a bit of German in me. I'm a German-Canadian and a uh, small, small world, but I believe he may have possibly dated one of my very distant cousins. No <laughs> way. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. We literally found that out in, like, the first few weeks of filming. He's like, yeah, I recognize your last name. And he brought up the, the, the area where this girl was from way back in the day. We had this big conversation. We, we put the two together, and I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> How is this? <laughs> that is so cool. All right, again, Backyard Ballistics. It kicks off September 22nd, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Uh, Miss Cheyenne Ruther and York Sprave. Such a neat show. We we got actually a preview clip of uh, the first episode where you guys made this cannon. Um, and we won't Ooh. get with rubber Bands. With rubber bands, we won't get the oh juicy details, but that was so neat how you guys put your minds together. You come up with these crazy concepts. Actually, they're written in by your viewers, and you select one to build. That's really neat. Yeah, it's a super unique series. You know, having fan challenges and having the dynamic of it being like you and I very, very hands-on, and then sometimes opponents at the end sometimes Olympian, you know, champions, sometimes just people really good in a certain form of sport. I don't want to give away too much, but it's extremely unique. Um, and Jorg has got a brilliant mind. I really enjoyed working with him. You know, he's more tech savvy. He's really an analytical thinker and I'm very like much hands-on. Give me a hammer. Let me like cut and grind some stuff and just make it come to life. So I think our, you know, just our, our good upbeat attitude, our background, who we are down to the court just made it super supernatural fit and we had a ton of fun um i mean if you were able to watch that canon of carnage on um the first episode that was i mean that was so much fun the targets at the end lots of explosives lots of all kinds of fun stuff that we're doing now what's really neat like in the outdoor industry you have people like melissa bachman Jana waller tiffany lukoski or eva shockey you know they're from canada um, such strong, powerful, independent women in the outdoors. They scare here, me. here you are well known in the automotive industry for your trade and how exceptional you are at it. Are there a lot of women that are in the automotive industry that do journeyman work? I mean, is that common? We just don't see it a lot? Or are you kind of like pioneering this new movement and inspiring uh, other young ladies? Well, I do my very best to inspire young women to get into the trades and to not give up and, you know, push for what they want to do. Yeah. Um, it's, I would say it's a lot more common in Alberta, say, where I 
was raised and grew up really? compared to Las Vegas. Here, I'm like a unicorn. I have not met another woman that works <laughs> in the shop or has the role that I do. A lot of them are in, you know, tourism or in casinos and things like that. So it's very, very weird here. People look at me like I'm crazy <laughs> taking on this trade. We know, um, but I love it. It's just been in my blood for so long. It's it's not even second nature to me, you know. Now, was it your family, friends, just a, a passion for the automotive industry? Who got you in uh, to this line of work? Well, the funny thing about it is everybody, many articles have come out where they think like, oh, my, my dad owned a shop and my brother. And, you know, there's this whole big story that was made up. And I'm, actually, none of them really pushed me to get into it. It was just really? something that I was interested in on my own. My brother was a mechanic in high school, um, so he did dabble in it. And I knew I wanted to work on cars, but I wanted my own trade. I didn't want to do my brother's trade. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to go in. I'm going to do like welding or I'm going to do auto body, something that I don't know anything about. And I want to go in and learn from scratch. And he continued with mechanics. Now he does audio installations and customs and things like that. But uh, I just jumped onto that trade when I was 15 years old, started a job, you know, an apprenticeship, started, started shadowing two weeks in and I was sold. I never looked back. Been working on cars since I was 15 and just has not stopped throughout this whole time. And luckily, it's brought a lot of cool projects. It started with Collision, went into Customs, and then, of course, it's, you know, branched out from there. And then on the pastimes and my hobby stuff is a lot of hunting and fishing and outdoorsy things and going out riding and taking the quad out. Just love being outdoors and being active and, you know, not the typical girly girl. Yeah. <laughs> I always sound like it. I might look like it. A lot of people are very confused when they meet me and see kind of the two different sides of me. But um, it's just who I am and what I enjoy. Yeah. You know, you were talking uh, right before the show started, uh, Miss Cheyenne, about growing up, um, your family, you hunted for subsistence. You were subsistence hunters. That had to play a role in your life and how you, you've chosen to work with your hands and, you know, to get down and dirty uh, and to carry oh, on your hunting passion now out in Vegas. Uh, is hunting a, a big part of your life? It is. I mean, it really brings back so many memories as a young girl, like from the time I was five years old to when I, you know, graduated and moved out. We, we grew up on 160 acre acreage. Oh, wow. We hunt to, you know, we hunted to survive. That mm-hmm. was our meat to fill the freezer with every season. I would go with my dad, whether I had my gun or not, I would be out there. I would clean, you know, I would gut and do everything that we needed to do and process the meat with him on the table for a couple of days, put it in the freezer, you know, send some and get it processed into sausages and pepperoni and all the good treats that we wanted to hide in the freezer for special occasions. And then when I moved to Vegas, I had missed it, you know, for a long time. I was so busy with cars and in the trades and went about four years without going hunting. Oh, wow. I went back up to Canada and helped my dad process the deer one of the years. He caught me just on my tail end of the trip. Hey, you get out here, <laughs> clean this deer up with me. And I'm like, all right, dad. All right, all right. <laughs> but it, it it really does. It plays a huge factor in, in how I am not afraid to get my hands dirty. I'm not afraid to put work in. I'm, some people think I'm crazy, but I just love it. <laughs> you bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Cheyenne Ruther. And, of course, uh, her and Jorg Sprave are hosts, co-hosts, actually, of Backyard Ballistics. Yeah, it kicks off September 22nd, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. That is Premier Week. Uh, such a fun show, Backyard Ballistics. But this has been presented. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Now, Miss Cheyenne, to learn more about your 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 projects, backyard ballistics, everything you and Yorg have going on, uh, your partners, where can we find you online? So you can find me on Instagram at Cheyenne Ruther Official, and I have a secondary page just for my automotive builds and 
my crazy creations. That one is rat period brats with a Z at the end. And I do have a page called shootlikeagirl.ca. All right, so coming up next, Jimbo, who we got? Hey, we got Nick Hoffman of Nick's Wild Ride. He's coming up next. Yeah, don't go anywhere. Miss Cheyenne, you're awesome. God bless you. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Have yourselves a wonderful day. Elk is yummy. Uh, bon appetit. Elk, it's yummy. Elk, it's good. Elk, it's yummy. Elk. Recently, we asked if you thought we'd been really awesome these past few months. You guys have been really awesome these last few months. And you agreed. So for even more awesome, check out JimandTrav.com and stay tuned because the super duper awesome show will continue right after these short messages. If you want to make a name for yourself in rodeo, start early. It takes a lot to be a rodeo kid. They'll sacrifice everything to make it to the top. If there's a time to peak, it's Vegas. It's the most exciting night ever. Some people let nerves get to them, some people don't. It does make a mama nervous. It's good in the rodeo industry to have a very short memory. Kid Rodeo premieres Friday, September 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Great Escapes. Now kicking off a two-parter with Nick Hoffman, host of Nick's Wild Ride, Season 6 premiering Monday, September 20th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is Part 1. Hey, we're back. We're talking Great Escapes on this week's show. The Nick's Great Escape has got to be where our next guest is going. Man, old Nick Hoffman has been all over the world. Yeah, before the break was Cheyenne Ruther. Make sure you check out uh, Backyard Ballistics' all-new series debuting September 22nd on Outdoor Channel. Nick Hoffman, though, Nick's Wild Ride Outdoor Channel Season 6. It is going to premiere September 20th, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Nick, how's it going, buddy? Uh, what a, what an intro. What an intro. <laughs> I, uh... If I could talk with such excitement on cue <laughs> like you do, what a talent. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Meanwhile, yeah. you're actually like another season of Nick's Wild Ride. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, I do have to say, though, going to Kyrgyzstan, there's so many stand countries out there, okay? You you just went there, man. You had an amazing hunt. That's where we're going to get into. You, you shot a, a mid-Asian Ibex. You took an amazing Marco Polo sheep. Is it a safe country to be in, or is there some <laughs> precarious situations you could find yourself in? It depends on who you ask. If you ask my mother, <laughs> it is the worst place on the planet. <laughs> if you ask the outfitter, they're like, yeah, come on, things great. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, so, and I was a little bit misinformed, too, and this goes to show the ignorance of the average uh, Westerner is when it has Stan attached to it, you assume that it's, you know, rife with terrorism, right? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, coming up, especially coming up the heels of 9-11 anniversary and all that stuff, you know, and all the stuff happened in Afghanistan. Trust me, that stuff was on my mind. But what I found out is that, you know, Stan doesn't necessarily mean any of that. I mean, Kyrgyzstan is actually right on the Chinese border. Yeah. And it's a former Soviet Union country up until 
1991. And so, um, as, as were a lot of the stands, but they're not a, um, a Muslim kind of fundamentalist kind of country at all. In fact, they're, they're, they're Asian. They look like regular, you know, they look like they're, it's literally mid Asia. So it's mm. like same as Mongolians or Chinese people or all that stuff. So it really isn't connected with Afghanistan or, or, you know, even Tajikistan or any of those places at all. And so it was really interesting for me to learn about that stuff. You know, um, the, the, the history there is incredible. The, you know, Cold War Soviet Union kind of stuff is everywhere there. And it was a really interesting trip just on a cultural level. Yeah. Now you were, um, I think like 10 miles or so from the, the China border where you were hunting, uh, crazy, yep, that's a long way for carryout. Yeah. Crazy, insane <laughs> elevations, man. I mean, what beautiful yep. country didn't you have about, uh, with uh, food poisoning or not? <laughs> I did. I did this. It's every mountain hunter's nightmare. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. you know, you, you're up there, you're, you're, you're at altitude, which is, I've never really experienced that kind of high, that high of altitude, um, it, it, for a long period of time. And it does affect you, uh-huh. make you feel tired. It make, gives you a headache, kind of makes you feel a little loopy. And then I, I did, I had a little bit of food poisoning for, for about two or, well, the first two days on the mountain. Wow. And at one point I was curled in the fetal position, just, just trying to, the guys were glassing for sheep and I was just like, if you see one, let me know. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's why it's, it was, yeah, that's why it's called. And, and I will tell yeah. you the grisly details, but let, you know, let me just say that there's up there, there's no, there's no tree to hang off of. <laughs> uh, so the old yeah, air squad, you gotta get creative. You got to get creative with the squatting. You know what I mean? So, now, did you, you know, I'm looking at the, the picture of this and everyone needs to hop on your, uh, your, socials where can we find you on social media man all of them are next wild ride so i'm looking at this marco polo sheep dude what Mm -hmm. an amazing animal in i mean your handsome mug right there in the center the scenery is spectacular did you ever think in a million damn years dude that your hunting career would take you to literally these heights i mean seriously no never in a million years And, and i'll tell you why because i didn't aspire to be that i when you watch my show, you're watching a guy literally systematically just living out his wildest dreams. And, and, and that's not an exaggeration that, you know, I grew up in a little tiny town in in Minnesota. I, music was always what I was going to do and what I did. Right. I kind of came, I've always been a hunter and I've always been an outdoorsman, but the idea of somehow being a career hunter or a, or a television host or any of that kind of stuff wasn't on my radar at all. And that's a whole nother story. But so for me, I used to read articles about Marco Polo sheep, for example, you know, spend my money, my allowance money on field and stream magazine and read about it. And that was just this farcical fantasy kind of thing that could never, ever, ever happen to me. Mm-hmm. Not only because I, 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 we didn't have any money growing up, like, it, you know, it was just that it was too far away. I mean, I just want to shoot a big buck once in my life. Yeah. That was like, that was the goal. You know, maybe, maybe one day I'd break, you know, I'd shoot a Pope and young buck mm-hmm. and, you know, that was one day just once, you know, that was, that was kind of the goal. And so trust me, it's not lost on me. Every single time I do one of these hunts, um, 
I have to pinch myself that, wow, I'm really doing this. And, and, and that's the other reason that when you're sitting there curled up in the fetal position with food poisoning, <laughs> you got to go, you got to go, you know what? I got to tough this out Yeah, because there are a lot of people and it, it, it's not lost on me that there are a lot of people out there living vicariously through my ventures. And I, I get messages and emails and, and uh, letters from people all the time saying, Hey, thanks for, thanks for doing what you do because, you know, I'm getting to live out, you know, my fantasies, you know, through your adventures and man, that's the best compliment you could ever give. So that's a long winded answer to tell you, man, trust me. It, I, I feel like the luckiest dude on the planet. You bet. Hey, speaking of got to go, we got to take a break. Can you stick around? You, you got it. Whatever you need. All right. Hey, we're talking with Nick Hoffman. He has Nick's Wild Ride on Outdoor Channel September 20th. Yeah, season six kicks off premiere week, Monday, September 20th, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Now, seasons one through five, Nick's Wild Ride, are they on My Outdoor TV? They sure are. Uh, you can go watch all the old seasons. Uh, in fact, I cringe look, looking back at like season one. I'm 20 pounds lighter and, <laughs> and, and, uh, and look about 20 years younger. So uh, six seasons of this show make me fat and old. <laughs> there you go. Hey, more Nick Hoffman. Right after yeah, this. His fat ass is sticking around. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, hey, what was that website you wanted me to go to? Uh, JimandTrav.com. Oh, got it. Oh, man, these guys look like two bums. Uh, I didn't say they were pretty. Log on now, JimandTrav.com, and stay tuned. The revolution will continue right after these important messages. Deer Week is coming, and the fur is gonna fly. Our Deer Week co-hosts can't wait as Jeff Denker faces off with Megatron in a grudge match for the ages. And country music star Cody Johnson takes on Raxzilla in a bruising Texas turf war. Two networks, seven nights, 140 hunts. Let the battles begin. Don't miss Deer Week. All this week on Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel. Presented by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Make my day. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you. Or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. All right, people, listen up. I sometimes wonder if anyone here even knows what they're doing. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back with great escapes. Now, let's get back to Nick Hoffman, host of Nick's Wild Rock. Season 6, premiering Monday, September 20th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking great escapes on this week's show. And uh, our guest is Nick Hoffman. And this guy, man, he just came back from one of those crazy stand countries. And we're going to find out if he actually ate the sheep he got. Yeah, I know he did. Season 6 premieres on Monday, September 20th, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It was really neat on your socials, man. Kind of reading. You like to journal things, your experiences, what you're doing. Uh, It's a lot different than from what most people do. But you're talking about your biggest takeaway from this amazing hunt in Kyrgyzstan. Once again, took an awesome Marco Polo uh, mid-Asian Ibex. Is the time you spent with the family and them welcoming um, welcoming you into their yurt and how they are so happy living their minimalist life, which is actually pretty grand to them. But your takeaway, I thought, was so interesting. Well, it, it strikes me as I go to these places in Africa, my, my adventures in Africa, 
which I just recently was, was in Africa again, it's the same thing. You, you meet these people who are the happiest people you've ever met. Right. And this guy in particular that you're speaking of is a shepherd in Kyrgyzstan spends his entire summer in the, in the high mountain plateaus. He's got three kids and a wife and they live in a, in a wool yurt, which is like a big, huge round tent. Wow. Um, and they have nothing but their livestock and some basic, basic food. We're talking about flour, eggs, bread, you know, just in, and some tea and then, you know, whatever else they, they maybe, you know, kill a sheep every once in a while, that kind of thing. And that's it. And the, yet these people are the happiest people you'll ever meet. And it puts it into perspective for me, you know, here we are, I'm, you know, I'm complaining that, uh, my wife put a dent in my, my brand new pickup the other day, you know, and, and, and meanwhile, these guys, this guy has literally one tooth left, and, but, 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 but yet he's smiling with that big tooth bigger than any smile that, that I, I can, that I can muster up. And that says it all to me. You know, we, I think we get, we, it's a good reminder on these trips. The point is that, that, uh, I need to come home and worry less about the, the materialistic stuff and worry more about the things that are obviously making these people happy, which is living life, working hard, and, and loving your family. Now, you know, changing directions for just a second. Jim Shockey, obviously, he's we were such big fans of him. He's been, you know, instrumental in the outdoors in your life. I mean, you have literally modeled, I'm sure, in some way, your hunting career after him and what he's done. Talking to him now, though, he's done everything he's ever wanted to do. He never wants to go on a wild safari again when that is all he lived for. Do you ever think when you have this amazing hunt like you just went on or you went to Africa, do you ever think in the back of your mind that one day all of these crazy places you want to go, all these amazing hunts, they're going to be gone? You're going to fulfill it and it's going to be over. Have you ever thought of that? You know, it's funny you say that. The answer is absolutely yes. Really? And, and it's only been recently. And, and, to, and this Kyrgyzstan hunt was one of them. I, that was truly a box checked. Yeah. And, and if you said, hey, do you want to go back to Kyrgyzstan? I wouldn't, um, like if you said, hey, I got a ticket for you. Do you want to go right now? I'd probably go. But <laughs> yeah. I think if I had the choice, I'd, I would go do something else. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was, it was hard enough mentally and physically. I, I think I'd rather go put that energy into something else. And it's funny because it's one of the first places I've been where I've said that. Really? Where, where I go, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just that I think that I'd, I'd love to put that energy into Mongolia next time mm-hmm. or Russia or, or somewhere else instead of just going back to the same place a couple of times. Like I'll never get sick of Alaska. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, and I, and it's not that I wouldn't enjoy another trip to Kurdistan, but I think that box is checked and I'm ready to do something else. Yeah. Now I, I alluded to the fact that we were going to talk about, uh, did, did you actually eat any of the meat from these animals you harvested? Absolutely. Um, one of the, one of the biggest surprises of all of the hunting that I've done in the last six seasons of, of Nick's Wild Ride is how tasty the mountain sheep are. Really? Um, doll sheep is some of the best meat I've mm-hmm. ever had in my life. And the Marco Polo was no different. 
And honestly, the, the Ibex, the mid-Asian Ibex was, was equally as tasty, but in a different way. You know, it's uh, mutton and, you know, it, 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 in its basic form, you know. And mm-hmm. so it's awesome. I mean, that night we got back and we hadn't had nothing, anything but uh, but hard sausage, hard salami and bread for days. And so um, these guys cooked up a very traditional meal in a cast iron pot of uh, liver, you know, sheep liver and onions. And, and, uh, it was one of the best things I've ever had in my life. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm drooling right now just thinking about it. <laughs> You're not going to lose that 20 pounds you, you found. Um, now, now, you know, you, you look at like in Kyrgyzstan, these people live at, at extreme elevations. They're shepherds. They're out there. And it's often said, you know, that high elevation, while it can be, you know, detrimental and hard on your body, it also, for some reason, prolongs life, which seems so weird. Sure. You know, a lot you, of yogurt. You see these guys out there, they're like 80 years old. And they could run circles around a guy that's 25 that lifts weights every day. I mean, it's really neat. There's no doubt about it. And I, I, I think it's no different than their, their uh, lineage of horses they have there. Yeah. Um, you don't survive in that kind of world and that kind of climate unless you're tough as nails. Mm-hmm. Don't. And their horses are just tough as nails. And that's from hundreds and thousands of years of survival of the fittest. And the people are no different. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking about a, a a line of ancestry that that has been living in those mountains for thousands of years, and the toughest survive. And you're damn right. There was a, one of our the master guide they called him. He was kind of the boss, and this guy, you know, he might have been forty and looked like he was eighty, but he looked <laughs> closer to eighty to me. And, uh, and and that guy, he was the first one up the mountain. He was fifty yards ahead of everybody the whole time. And, uh, and we couldn't keep up with him. Holy cow. So yeah, it's pretty, it, it may, it, it, it not, let me put it this way. Nothing will emasculate you <laughs> like, uh, old Kyrgyzstan guide, but <laughs> it, it, it makes you feel like a giant, <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Well, on that note, we have to leave it right there. We're talking with Nick Hoffman. He is the host of Nick's Wild Ride, and uh, he had a wild ride in the mountains looking for trees. Yeah, you got to watch Season 6. It premieres Monday, September 20th, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time uh, on Outdoor Channel. Uh, this has been brought to you, though, by High Mount Seasonings. You should put it on your next Marco Polo sheep. Visit them it online. It would be good. Again, Mr. Nick, your partner's upcoming episodes, everything you have going on. Uh, season six premiere, Nick's Wild Ride. Where can we find you online, buddy? Uh, it's all Nick's Wild Ride uh, on all the socials. Um, you know, and uh, the show's presented by Frankie, and I'm really proud to have those guys as uh, my title sponsor. And, and uh, I appreciate you guys for uh, giving them a shout out and uh, doing what you do. And thank you guys. You bet. Hey, coming up next is Tom McMillan, host of McMillan. That's right. He is coming up next. Mr. Nick, God bless you. We love you, buddy. Yeah, thanks. What a unique name, too. You know, of all the names you could have come up with. <laughs> You know, the revolution with Jim and Trav is more than just noise to drown out a nagging spouse. Oh, you have got to be kidding me. We're all things outdoors, so you better listen. Often imitated, never duplicated. Stick around. The revolution will return after these short messages. Premier Week is coming. 
Two Outdoor Channel. That is a stupendous idea. It's Outdoor Legends. Man, we catch so many fish, I feel like I'm on one of those fishing shows. <laughs> New stars. You either win the rodeo or you get hurt. Explosive moments. Whoa! And the wildest food on earth. Oh, hello. That looks awesome. Premiere week begins Monday, September 20th on Outdoor Channel. Next time, let's make it a bit bigger. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Thanks for tuning into the revolution with Jim and Trav and Great Escapes. It's a big, huge, giant deal. Now, let's roll with another two-parter with Tom McMillan, host of McMillan on Outdoor Channel, with new episodes coming during fall premiere week. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. Hey, we're back. We're talking great escapes on this week's show. Before the break, we had Nick Hoffman on it. Nick's wild right. What a great guy he is. Yeah, go here in Kyrgyzstan. Forget that place. You don't see any cowboys. I like those hats. stand country. You like those stand countries? I like Tom McMillan. He is a Kansas cowboy. He's also the host of McMillan All New Season 9, kicking off Outdoor Channel during Premiere Week. Uh, it premieres 9.20 this year. Yeah, so make sure you watch it on Mondays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, you can also get seasons one through eight on the My Outdoor TV app. Mr. Tom, how's it going, buddy? I'm good. I'm very good. How are you guys? Ah, good, good. You know, we're just kicking off this week in Kansas, uh, what, muzzleloader and bow season for white-tailed deer. Uh, got any plans? I'll tell you what. It, uh, we actually already, um, on a personal level, we kicked it off youth season opened September 4th. Oh, wow. Yeah. And my son Gatlin, of course, that was our priority around the house here, uh, getting him Getting him some hunts underway because the youth season, you know, it's already closed by now. But uh, without uh, giving too much away, I'm just going to say that it went well for him. <laughs> Hopefully better than um, dove hunting. <laughs> yeah, well, he just started dove hunting, too. And, and I told you, he, he went out to, uh, the first attempt to shoot doves, you know, with a shotgun. Actually, that was his first attempt to shoot anything flying with a shotgun. Oh, wow. He killed turkeys before. But uh, he had some luck, so he was getting getting pretty confident and a little cocky about it and then we went out last night dove hunting and he missed everything I'm, i said see now you're a true dove hunter <laughs> you know well i usually you get... don't you're not, you can't call yourself a dove hunter until you're so frustrated you want to snap your gun over the end gate of the pickup because yeah, you can't well, hit anything i shoot a remington v3 and i usually empty the gun every time i go through oh, yeah. a lot of ammunition you know it seems yeah. like they duck and dodge when i dive and duck exactly Exactly. But no, it's, uh, uh, we got youth season deer out of the way and, uh, um, muzzleloader and archery, like you said, is open now. Um, I've got some muzzleloader clients coming in to my place, uh, here in uh, a week or so. And I'm actually on my way out west to chase elk for a few days before that happens. So I had to get all my, my spots ready and my muzzleloader, uh, stands and everything set up, obviously ahead of time and got all that done. And, so now I'm going to go play for a few days. Yeah, you know, it's kind of amazing is I you had a trail camera photo, I think, from like July 20th, uh, and it was 103 degrees then. What's crazy is like four days ago, it was 104 degrees. This early season, it, Mr. Tom, it is just scorching out there. It's brutal. And, and on top of that, this part of the state, we've just been so dry. It's almost to the point of desperation. You know, we're we're right here by the North Fork of the Nenescaw River, and it's about as pathetic as I've seen it in my lifetime. I mean, it's really 
you grow up in the Midwest, you're either complaining that it's too wet or too dry. Yeah. But I'm telling you what, right now, it's pretty bad. We got, we did get a little rain. We got about an inch of rain a week ago. Um, so it's allowing the wheat farmers to start their, you know, planting their, their fall crops and stuff. But we need more. It's really not good right where we're at. But, you know, I guess we're going to have to deal with it. Do you, you know, you've been outfitting for so long here in Kansas, Mr. Tom. Have you found on years like this where we are in an extreme drought? I mean, it has just been brutal. Is that going to affect reproduction, antler growth, anything years down the road? It's kind of like when there's a drought, you know, you really don't see the effects on the trees and everything else for years down the road. Have you seen that happen before or are these animals far more resilient than that? That's a pretty good question, actually. Um, I've got my own theories about it, and, and I agree with you completely. You don't immediately see the effects of it, but yeah. it does ha- take its toll. Um, a lot of people say, uh, you know, oh, they, uh, we're having a really wet spring. It's so wet this summer. The deer horn growth is going to be great. Well, my theory about that is I've seen deer do better on drier years. Really? Because of the, yeah, because of the fact, in, in, in my part of the world anyway, because there's still a lot of irrigated cropland. They still have a lot of food choices, you know, yeah. so they're never hurting for something to eat. And the reason I think they do better in drier years um, is the amount of mosquitoes is way less. Mm. Mosquitoes, flies, ticks, all those parasites that just suck them dry in those wet years. I mean, I've had, I've had trail pictures of deer in wet spring and wet summers, and you couldn't fit another tick on their ears. You oh, know, you can wow. tell them the pictures. And they just think about that. If you've got hundreds of parasites feeding on you all year long, no matter how much you're eating, it's got to affect you. And with with fewer insects and fewer parasites because of drier climates, I think that deer actually do better immediately that year uh, if they can get to, you know, ag land or, or, or crops, you know, as long as they get to water and food, they're going to be better off. But if the drought continues for more than a year, I've also seen it to where a lot of the bedding habitat that they have their fawns in, mm-hmm. if it's shorter, I do think predation from coyotes mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, coyotes and bobcats on those baby fawns because they can't hide as well because the vegetation is shorter because of the drought. Mm-hmm. And I've seen that affect negatively the the overall number of deer down the road. So, well, like you said, in the immediate first year, you might not see anything. But if a drought continues two or three years down the road, I think down the road you're going to see fewer deer numbers because of that drought, because shorter grass, more sparse bedding areas, coyotes and such could pick off baby fawns, which ultimately affect the number of the, of the herd. Well, we know that when it's dry, it's hard to make it down through the woods without breaking a twig or whatever. And you wouldn't be, you know, you'd be surprised how loud walking in grass is. But do you spot and stalk this time of the year with this type of drought, or is it more of we, an ambush thing? No, we, we, uh, well, both. We, you know, we, like my muzzle loader clients, I'm sorry, they will be sitting in stands to start off with. Yeah. Box blinds or, or ladder stands because I've taken all summer to prepare those places for them. So the homework's done before they get here, obviously. You know, we're, we're setting them over, uh, water tanks or <clears throat> small ponds or by the edge of soybean fields that are still green and not too mature and things like that. So we've strategically placed their stands and box blinds where they're going to start off. But in the mornings in muzzleloader season, if we see a deer 
bet down out in this half section of CRP grass. We know he's going to be there come evening time when it's time to stand up. So a lot of times, like you said, yeah, grass or this dry vegetation can be tough to, to make a stalk through. But don't forget, we can use our old friend, the Kansas wind, <laughs> that hardly ever gives us a break. So, I, you know, we've, we've put that to use on days where the wind's just 30 miles an hour and terrible. At least you know where your scent's going to be going. Mm-hmm. And it's going to help cover up that sound. And we've had a lot of success um, spotting and stalking and actually sneaking up on these deer and waiting for them to stand up. As soon as they do, they're just scratching, getting ready to go on their evening, evening uh, deal. And that's when we crack them. You bet. Hey, we got to take a break. Can you stick around? You bet. All right. Hey, we're talking with Tom McMillan. He's the host of McMillan on Outdoor Channel. Uh, it premieres 920 this year. Yeah, so make sure you watch it on Mondays, 1030 p.m. Eastern Time, Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Tom, before we get to a break and screw up anymore, where can we find you online, buddy? Um, I try not to get online, actually. <laughs> um, I think it's the devil. No. No. <laughs> McMillanOutfitting.com and all the social media stuff is at TM Kansas. <laughs> you bet more Tom McMillan right after this. Don't go anywhere. Get on board and buckle up. Part two with Tom McMillan. Sweet! Is minutes away. He's a wilderness athlete, instinctive hunter, angler and forager, and gourmet wild food chef. Man Eats Wild host Mario Calpo will inspire you as he crosses oceans, mountains, and deserts. I kind of have a feeling like I'm up with the gods. doesn't get any better. In search of the freshest, cleanest wild game on the planet. This is 100% wild food. Man Eats Wild premieres Monday, September 20th at 7.30 p.m. on Outdoor Channel. It's time to reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined the side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world. Featuring a 999cc parallel twin engine, aggressive tires, and an automotive-style cabin. And select models include high-performance Fox IQS in-cab adjustable suspension, all-new D-Mode to optimize power delivery, an integrated Yamaha Adventure Pro navigation system, and much more. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-Max 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha. Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. Larry, ready to have some fun? Hollywood fantasy meets real-world science. Oh, oh my God! In an all-new season of Hollywood Weapons. How about another boom? Never bring a sword to a crossbow fight. I can't believe it! The most thrilling action scenes in TV and movie history are put to the test. Fire at will. I love my job. Hollywood Weapons. Season premiere Saturday, September 25th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Hit it, guys. Let's go. The revolution with Jim and Travis on the air with great escapes. Now, once again, here's Tom McMillan, host of McMillan, airing on Outdoor Channel, with new episodes coming during fall premiere week. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. This is part two. 
Hey, we are back. We're talking great escapes on this week's show. Uh, of course, before the break, we had part one with Tom McMillan. He has a program called McMillan, of all things. Uh, season nine kicks off Thursday, 920. That's going to be Monday. And then Thursday Uh-oh. is going to be 9 p.m. Eastern time. Oh, so no. you can catch it, oh. I think, 1030, 1030 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. We're going to stand corrected again. Here. 9 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> Thursdays. Oh, Lord. <laughs> now, I got a personal... I think what you know for all the people out there, their their brain is like mine when it comes to this stuff. Just set your DVR. <laughs> then you can watch you know, it whenever you want. That's what you got go to do. Go to Outdoor Channel, search McMillan, set your DVR, <laughs> and then catch it when you can. It still counts. It still works. Now, being an outfitter. Okay, and everyone knows you. Like, this is Deer Week on Outdoor Channel. You see some of the biggest bucks have been dropped. You've been the host of Deer Week. Uh, you know, there on McMillan, dude. We've seen you on these awesome hunts. When someone comes to hunt with you, Mr. Tom, they have to have a score in mind or something they're looking for. What would you say that beginning point of like, is it mid 130s, upper 130s, 140s? Where does that start that people really aim for? That's a good question. And, I, and to be honest, without being a smart aleck, I'm not sure that there's any one score that can cover the base for everybody because really? of the fact, I think the last time I, I counted, I've, I've guided hunters from like 26 different states. Wow. Okay? And so that's the full, you know, from the South and Texas, or they've got big deer, to Georgia, South Carolina, to Maryland, to the state of Washington. You know, white-tailed deer, all, even though they're they're all over the country, what people are used to seeing where they're from and where they hunt them can be such different than in another state. You know, one place, uh, a mature, great specimen for a whitetail in the southeast might be a 130. Mm, yeah. Well, in Iowa, Kansas, Texas, Oklahoma, they're going to have to bump that up a little bit for that to be a, you know, a respectable um, specimen. So I tried to take the heat off of myself years ago and put it on the client. Mm. I say, let's not, let's not pay too much attention to what we think he's going to score. Let's not pay too much attention to how old you think that there is. Let's just pay attention to, if you're going to know before you shoot the deer, if you know you're going to be happy with the deer after you take him, mm. if you're going to send him to the taxidermist, if you're going to spend the money on getting that shoulder mount and putting him on the wall and enjoying him the rest of your life, then he's a shooter. Hey, we got to leave it right there, Tom. We're talking with Tom McMillan. He's the host of McMillan. On Outdoor Channel, uh, it premieres 920 this year. Yeah, so make sure you watch it on Mondays, 1030 p.m. Eastern Time, Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, you can also get seasons one through eight on the My Outdoor TV app. Uh, this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, YamahaMotorsports.com. Again, Mr. Tom, though, to learn more about you, all-new Season 9 McMillan, your partners, how this elk hunt is going to pan out. Where can we find you online, buddy? At TM. Kansas. That's where you got to go? Yeah. Does anybody ever call you Mr. Matt? No. <laughs> Only his friends. I can remember to my face. <laughs> this is the revolution with Jim and Trev. People are tweeting about this? Well, yeah. And they're also on social media like Facebook. 
Facebook? Yep. Well, it's called the internet. Plus, you can drop us some valuable feedback and help us sculpt the sound of the show at JimandTrav.com. How is that not obvious by now? Well, you'd be surprised how many times we have to remind people, don't move. The revolution will return after these short messages. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim! With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak! I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the grandpappy of the outdoors. Great show, everyone. We just gotta get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Talking about great escapes. And, of course, we had uh, Cheyenne Ruther, also Tom McMillan, and Nick Hoffman. This was a really fun show. Jimbo, last word. Hey, last word is there's a lot of seasons open up right now. Uh, dove season, early bow season, early black powder. You heard Tom McMillan talking about that. Get out there and do something. Yeah, and make sure you hammer home firearm safety. That's right. Uh, check all your gear. Make sure you also have an adequate amount of uh, blaze ammunition. Orange. Blaze <laughs> orange covering you. That's Right. Very important. All right, so we got to go. We'll return it next week, boys and girls. Peace out. God bless you and the United States of America. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.